AFTO, a conversation with Isaac Stapleton about Oregon's food security and farm worker safety. There was a few factors um, that were obviously impacting our ag industry um, relating to COVID-19. Um, one was obviously the timing of the, the pandemic and that the outbreak occurred at, at spring and as people were getting ready to plan for their summer harvest seasons and didn't really have time to react to um, all things necessary. Um, Oregon OSHA established temporary rules um, in response to that to strengthen requirements for ag housing, transportation, field sanitation, um, to limit the spread of COVID-19 um, on farms. And um, obviously the industry didn't have a whole lot of time to, to respond to that. And then also um, workforce concerns. So the farmers and ranchers were obviously very concerned about the health um, and well-being of their workforce um, because if they didn't have mitigation efforts in place or measures in place, um, they, you know, was the real likelihood that they could lose a big portion of their workforce during peak harvest season, putting their everything at, at risk, right? So that's where um, the response efforts for the food security and farm worker safety program, I think, were really born out of all of those types of factors. What are the program components? So we have two initiatives, really. We have the, the food security and farm worker safety program, which is providing um, a funding source for uh, farms to uh, implement mitigation measures to you know, mitigate and slow COVID-19 in their facilities and as they move through harvest season. The food processing playbook and toolkit that were developed were really developed to um, provide a consistent response effort between um, the various state agencies involved. So um, the Oregon Health Authority, Oregon OSHA, Oregon Department of Agriculture, and how we respond to a food processing firm when they have a positive employee um, in their operation so that we can be um, on the ground quickly providing resources and, and helping protect not only their um, employees, but the food supply chain. What does the playbook address? So the, the playbook um, really was born out of an early um, COVID response issue where we had a rather large food processing firm end up with, um, you know, a number of employees who were testing positive for COVID-19. And um, through that initial response effort, it was pretty clear that we needed to have some consistent guidelines for how each of these agencies were going to react and respond uh, to support these businesses and support the mitigation efforts to control that outbreak. Um, because, you know, people were, it was the first time we'd gone through it and there was, there was some clear areas where we could improve not having, you know, 20 regulatory officials on a call with the firm on a Saturday afternoon. Um, uh, so we, we identified that we could probably do this a lot better and more seamlessly if we had a clear process for each one of the agencies to follow um, and clear expectations on who would be doing what um, to, to smooth out that process. And then also developing um, what we're calling a toolkit to go along with that as a resource guide for the, the businesses to use both proactively. So it's, it's really based off of the, the CDC and USDA um, guidelines that they've already put out for processing facilities like the meat and poultry processing um, guide from CDC. Um, but we were using that as uh, the building blocks for our toolkit and providing it out to industry so that they can 
uh, use it proactively. And then also in the middle of a response effort, pick up that toolkit and know like, oh yeah, um, maybe I have these measures in place, but what additionally can I do? This document kind of points to those things and helps them out. What has been the response to these efforts? Yeah, so it, it has been successful. We've had a great response from the food processing industry when we're coming out. Um, it certainly is not a regulatory effort where we're there um, in a supportive consultative way, both well, for all of the agencies, really, that even includes the Oregon OSHA um, group that's coming. It's not their enforcement branch. It's their con consultative branch. And so they're, they're just providing that consultation assistance. Um, and we've had a great response from the, the food process industry. They appreciate our perspective. And um, oftentimes, even for the producers that we've been in that end up with uh, one of their employees getting sick, that have done a ton of work already, basically have everything implemented or doing everything right. Um, there's still opportunities where we can say, well, you might consider this or what about this? Um, and we're able to help them identify maybe some of those additional things that another pair of eyes can, can see. And so it's, it's been positive so far. How did this program come out of collaboration? You know, we did a bunch of work um, leading up to not only like the food processor playbook, but also, you know, the farm security and farm safety uh, program in terms of like, what, what, do, what do you industry need? What, what are you looking for? How can we best assist you um, as a state agency during this pandemic? And I think a lot of those conversations, um, had we not had them, we may not be in the same boat that we're in, in terms of the support and buy-in from industry. Also, I think um, over the, the years, we've had a regulatory program at the Department of Ag, at least I can speak to that. Um, we've been very much um, supportive uh, as well as regulatory. So we, we kind of take that education and support piece very seriously when we're talking about our ag industry in our state, as well as the backstop of regulatory. And so um, we have that positive relationship with industry overall. What is the long lasting result from this experience? You know, in the future, if we did have a, a food burn illness outbreak separate from a pandemic, right, and how we respond to that, um, those connections with the local public health authority, uh, EPI folks, as well as uh, Oregon Health Authority EPI folks, um, those, those are continuing to be built. We're in the infancy uh, stages of implementing this, but those interactions are positive. They will continue to be positive in the future as we move through this. And I think it does only strengthen our response to a foodborne illness in the future. For more information, visit afto.org.